1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Sally Warland. She's a board member with the Scenic City Women's Network. She's the director of Camp Hidden Hollow and is a good friend of the program. And she's going to introduce you to a new friend this morning. Good morning, Sally. Good morning. It is so good to hear from you all this morning. And we have an exciting gift coming up. His name is John Hunter, and he is the program coordinator for Isaiah Isaiah 117 House here in Chattanooga. I had the pleasure of getting to visit there with him, and he is a delight, and you're going to love to hear his story. Having been a foster parent before I got married, actually, I can appreciate what he is doing with foster children. So it's my pleasure to get to introduce to you John Hunter. Well, hi, John. Hi, John. Good morning. Thank you all so much for having me. (laughs) Well, we are thrilled to have you and uh, along with Sally. And Sally, I didn't even know you had been a foster parent before. So that's awesome. And John, uh, you run Isaiah 117 House, which is uh, kind of partnering with the Chambliss Home. Tell us about this. Yes, ma'am. So we, um, back in 2021, Chambliss Center had closed down their group home and they were really looking for something to supplement what they already do in foster care. And they had heard about the Isaiah 117 house, um, which takes care of children as they've just been removed from from their homes um, and then taken in custody of the Department of Children's Services. So it was a missing puzzle piece to what they were already doing. So then they're like, we're going to bring that here to Chattanooga. We're going to bring it to Hamilton County. Okay, thank you so much. You're hearing the voice of John Hunter. He's a program coordinator with Isaiah 117 House. And John, let me ask you about this because it's got to be a traumatic moment where uh, for this child who's been removed from their home and uh, they're getting placed into the system, but sometimes there's a lag. And I've heard that sometimes they have to just sit in the office until a space might be available for them. And, And is that kind of the gap that Isaiah 117 House fills? Yes, sir. Yes. And and that gap, like you said, could last two hours, eight hours. I could, And these days, actually, it's lasting days. Um, and so we provide a safe home uh, for the, these children and their caseworkers to come to, uh, to be lavishly loved on by volunteers um, who remind them that they're loved, remind them um, that they're not alone, but also in a practical way, get them a bath, get them their own duffel bag full of clothes, and toiletry items and blankets, pillows to take with them on their journey. Okay, you're hearing from John Hunter, program coordinator of the Isaiah 117 house here in Hamilton County. John, 
Is this only for those who are in the Chambliss program, or is it for any child who's coming into custody in Hamilton County? This is any child that is coming into custody of Hamilton County or and surrounding counties as well. Ah. Okay, so I'm um, just... As we're hearing about this, um, I'm sure people are listening going, that is something I can get behind. That's something that I can be involved in. Uh, what does it take for somebody who wants to help a child in this very uh, difficult circumstance? If they want to help, uh, is, is there a training program that's available or, or what can they do to actually be involved? Yes, sir. So we do offer a, um, a three-step training process that gives you trauma-informed care training, uh, it takes you through the culture of the Isaiah 117 house, um, and we offer that here uh, at the Chambliss Center for Children. So if you go to chambliscenterforchildren.org or the Isaiah117house.com, um, and you you find uh, the Hamilton County House, you can reach out to me uh, at john.hunter at Isaiah117house.com, and we can um, get anybody who's interested in wanting to be the hands and feet of Jesus in the house um, plugged in and trained. That's wonderful. Uh, it's so important to get that training and to be um, especially trauma-informed with these children. John, about how many beds or rooms are in the house? How many kids can be there at any given time? So we uh, we have two bedrooms, uh, and but we also have sort of an apartment-type area on the side of our house. So we have uh, four beds in each bedroom, um, two twin-size beds with trundles. And at any given time, we can have up to 10 or 12. It just honestly depends on the case number or the amount of children, of sibling groups that's within a case. Uh, so yes, about 10 to 12. You're hearing from Sally Warland and John Hunter. We're talking about the Isaiah 117 house that was just built a year ago in our community and how it impacts the lives of children in custody. And Sally, we would just love to hear some of the history about this organization. Uh, just give us a kind of a broad sketch of this wonderful organization. Okay, several years ago, a gal named Rhonda Paulson decided that she wanted to look into providing home for children in between foster care and, and going to foster care, rather, in between the courts and going to foster care. She and her husband, Corey, decided to foster themselves and went through the training, and they realized at that point the need for this. And so they adopted a little boy named Isaiah, hence the Isaiah 117 became very much their theme verse, where it talks about taking care of the fatherless. But Rhonda started this home, and about three years ago or so, maybe four years ago in Elizabethton, Tennessee, and it has grown so exponentially. Different communities said, that is working. We need to do that. And now in the state of Tennessee, we have 22 Isaiah 117 homes, and they're also in 12 different states. And what I love about this is a person's dream and desire to serve God came to fruition in a way way beyond what she could have ever imagined. And that's how God works, isn't it? Yes, it is. What we can even imagine or think. And so for me, these lives of these young people are being impacted so greatly, not only physically and emotionally, but spiritually. And I'm grateful for that and grateful to Rhonda and her husband, Corey. We're grateful for that vision and for people saying, hey, that's working and we need it. Mm -hmm. Because I think so many people have no idea 
of the need for more foster parents, for more uh, nonprofit houses like like these, for more churches to get involved. November is Adoption Awareness Month, and it starts with fostering. Adoption starts with fostering and, and coming alongside those. So this house comes alongside. And I, I'm also, I have questions you know, you talked about. It's about 10, 10 kids who can maybe be there at a time, just depending, uh, give or take some. But how many kids are coming into custody on a given week in our area do you have an idea of that oh goodness that number fluctuates i I really don't have like a good substantial number to give you Uh, but to give you an idea of how many kiddos we've served in our house we have been we opened our doors october 16th and we have already had 16 children in our home okay okay wow so it lets you know that there is a need and it is um being fulfilled yeah. by Isaiah 117 House. And, and John Hunter is a program coordinator with Isaiah 117 House. And just share with us, if you can, just kind of uh, a story of how uh, God is really using this ministry in the lives of either volunteers or, or young ones that are entering the system. Oh, yes. So they say you'll never forget your first guest. And and I'll never forget our first guest that walked through our doors. He, um, he was he was 45 pounds when he should have been 85 pounds. His parents had starved him and neglected him so badly. Um, that's how, that's why he got removed. So when he walked through our doors, he, his shoulders were down, his head was down. He seemed sort of defeated. He had just come back. Uh, he had just come to our house from the hospital um, to be fed a little more so that he could get a little more nourishment. Um, so the first thing that he wanted was a bath and we gave him a bath. We got him a bath and and then after that, he, he wanted to eat, he wanted food. So we, we said, hey, the world is your oyster. Go into that kitchen and let's make whatever you want to. So he was like, I'm going to make a PB and J and Nutella sandwich, which by the way, y'all, it, it sounds not really, it, it's really good. Um, and <laughs> oh, then yeah. he made a cake, <laughs> like it, it's, it, it's actually really good. Um, and he made a cake and he, he made, he wanted tacos. And so we made all of these things. Um, and, and by the end of the time, uh, you know, we, we played the Nintendo Switch, and he was with us for about eight hours. Um, mm. And in that time, uh, we were able to share with him that, hey, buddy, you're so smart. You are, you're brilliant. You are, you're so kind. You, like, the Lord loves you, and, and he cares for you, and he knew you needed this house today. Um, and you could see it in his eyes that, like he, this is this was probably the first time he was hearing anything positive or encouraging, mm. um, and so as he left, he he hugged he hugged me, <laughs> and 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 I'm sorry I'm about to tear up, but it was one of those hugs where you know you release, and but the other person is still hugging you and holding on to you real tight, and all he could say is thank you, and as he left our doors, he had his shoulders held back, his head held high. Um, and he just continued to say, thank you. Thank you for it. Thank you for my things. Thank you. You guys are so cool. I want to stay. <laughs> so the house is doing what the house was built to do. And that is to reduce the trauma for children and to honestly share the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Oh, that okay. just, that story. Wow. Yeah, Thank John, you for sharing it. Uh, just a beautiful story of the way God shows up when somebody decides to to be there mm. for uh, kids, for anyone uh, in a moment of need. And you're definitely doing that. And again, um, 
if somebody is interested in, in volunteering, what type of person are you looking for? Are you looking for just anyone who's available? Are you looking for volunteers to be there to help receive kids? Or or what kind of a person could uh, be involved in this ministry in a way that truly impacts kids like this one? Mm. Yes, it, honestly, anyone. Um, it is a calling. Uh, it is definitely something that the Lord has to put on your heart because it is, it, I mean, two things can be true at once. It is brutal and it is beautiful all at the same time. Mm. Um, so people who are just ready to step into um, kind of this, the, 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 br- the brutal and the beautiful, um, people who, who really are, are, are just have, a, have the heart um, for, for kiddos um, that the Lord has really placed it on there. Uh, so, yeah, really, I mean, anyone. Okay. Okay. And then there's all types of things they can do uh, for you when, once they get there, and they'll learn about that. Well, we just uh, are so grateful that this is here, that it's there to reduce that trauma, because it is extremely traumatic for a child to come into custody, and they've already been through trauma. And thank you for standing in the gap and being that light in a dark place. Yeah, John, thank you so much for being here with us on Mornings with Tom and Tabby and Sally. Thank you for really introducing us to this ministry. And as we're wrapping up time with you, Sally, if there's one thing you would want somebody to know about this ministry, what would that one thing be? It is their hearts are with these children and their hearts for the Lord, I should say, are with these children. And as the verse says, take up the cause of the fatherless, learn to do right. And that's what they're doing.